Today our scripture will come from Isaiah the 10th chapter verses 27 and Galatians 5 1 Isaiah 10 27 from the New King James Version and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Galatians 5.1 Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And I would like to speak to you from the topic no more chains. No more chains. Tell your neighbor, no more chains. For more than a century, lift every voice and sing has held a powerful place in American history. The hymn is known as the Black National Anthem. But it's more than that. It's a history lesson, a rallying cry, a pledge of unity. And as people gather to fight for equality and justice, it is an ever-present refrain. In lift every voice and sing, there is a prophetic warning. It says, shattered beneath our hand, may we forever stand, true to our God and true to our native land. Lest our feet stray from the places, our God, where we met thee. Lest our hearts, drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. See, God opened the door for us to enter part in part of the promised land that Dr. King saw in his mountaintop experience. But in our rejection of God, in our history, many of us are worse off than we were before the civil rights era. You don't have to agree. I know that's right. Not because of lack of opportunity, but because of a chosen path of destruction. Our freedom has landed too many of us in places we shouldn't have gone, Saying things we shouldn't have said yeah. and doing things we shouldn't have done. Yeah. And then we wonder how did things get so bad. Come on, somebody. We do not have to follow this path. God has something better in mind. And on this morning, this is not a political rally, but a Jesus come. This is not a white man's Christianity. This is not a black man's Christianity. But Jesus came to liberate all of us. Yeah. And we are all free. Come on, somebody. And now we are paying a price for forgetting what God has a plan and a purpose for our little boys and our little girls, along with other little boys and girls. And, and, and that uh, a plan includes being taught to love God, to love others, and have respect for themselves. I thank God for this play before uh, my coming on, to see all the young people engaged in their history, strong enough to say, I will rise. Come on, somebody. And if they don't say it, who will? Come on, somebody. This new generation will rise up. Now, when we respect ourselves, we can say no to behaviors that only lead to our destruction. Our forgetting where we came from is costing us some of the promised land just as the people of Canaan lost their blessing because of disobedience. We come from people who have done some awesome things. We need to remember that so that we will not make excuses for our behaviors. I can and you can remember whenever we went somewhere. Our grandmothers and, and big mamas and mud deals would say, remember where you come from. 
Y'all remember that? It, it was her way of saying, don't you do anything to bring shame and disgrace on the family. And we accepted it that back then, that we did have a responsibility for protecting the good name of the family. Yeah. It's not simply all about me, but what and what I want. Black history does not start with slavery in America. Our heritage is not simply the heritage of a people in bondage. Slavery was a part of our history, but our history goes back far greater than that. As descendants of Ham, our ancestors were among the first to find great civilizations. Yeah. And this month is Black History Month, the shortest and coldest month of the year. And yeah. yet, it is a time we commemorate the memories, the achievements, and the history of, of African-American people. And although it is supposed to be a national recognition of the struggles and achievements of the black people, there is still a resilient emphasis to a slavery that dominates the minds. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. The minds of a lot of our people yeah. and most news stories and media outlets. Yeah. Brothers and sisters, with all the accomplishments and success that the United States has been blessed with, and in an era with the history of the first, second-term black president, a first black female vice president, and a first black female Supreme Court judge, the media insists on instigating and stirring up resentment against the descendants of former slaves and against each other. And although slavery has been abolished, the effects have been on the minds of people has been devastating and will be a devastating impression for many years to come. And I know I'm not the only one that thinks this way, but when I think about slavery and slaves, all I can imagine is pictures of black people most of them naked and bound with chains yep. around their legs and necks yep. with their hands either tied or chained together. Yep. They were humiliated. They were scared and beaten and abused, mistreated, and many were killed. They didn't understand exactly what was going on. They had no idea of why it was happening. They didn't know where they were going, and they had no cue, no clue where they would end up. All they knew was that their freedom had been taken away from them. And now they find themselves chained and bound. Yes. And we must understand, brothers and sisters, slavery is an institution yep. Yep. based upon dom uh, dominance yep. and submission. And whereby a person owns another and could demand from that person labor whatever service they desire simply because they obtained the authority and the power to do so. But I stop by to tell you that with this brief history, as you can see, physical slavery has always been in effect. Yeah. However, there are other things that chains, yeah. that shackles, that bars, yeah. that many people are in prison right now. Yeah. Yeah. There are things that chain us That's right. spiritually That's right. and mentally That's right. and prevent us from doing the will of God in our lives. Amen, somebody. Amen. Sure, you may be free from physical bars and chains, but you are still held captive because you're still connected with an emotional uh, instability. Some are spiritually sick, mentally messed up, physically plundered. You are being held in bondage by chains of depression, drugs and alcohol, sexual perversions, lust and hatred and anger. You are constantly being whipped and beaten by demonic slave masters that are trying to destroy your value. They are determined to have you change your name, trying to strip you of your identity. Am I right about it? Hold you in bondage spiritually. They're constantly abusing you, making you feel that you are nothing, that you are nobody.
They're constantly, the demons won't let you out of the field of sin. They have you bound, unable to break free. And unless you come out of that bondage that has you bound spiritually, it will cause you to spend eternity in hell. We've all been slaves to something. In some ways, we still are. Now understand, I'm not saying we are in slavery, but we're all subject to certain entities in some form or fashion, and we must abide by the rules established. However, we should not still be slaves to sin. I know I'm going there this morning. So on today, I'm preaching. I'm not preaching to you, but I'm preaching to that demon that has been assigned as your slave master. And I come to make an emancipation proclamation. The Bible says, John 8, 36, if the son therefore, come on somebody, shall make you free, you are free indeed. Today you can get out of those chains by the unchained power of God. How do I do that, Mary Haggie? He said in Isaiah 10, 27, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulders and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of their anointing. I stop by to tell somebody, you can be free from the unchained power of God. It's called the anointing. The anointing, the power of God. This anointing does not come from front of the masses, but it's put upon you in a closed closet. It's the ultimate answer to countless prayers. It's the exaltation of the Holy Ghost upon those that are humbled. On a church that humble themselves, pray, seek, and, and seek God's face, and turn from their wicked ways, then he will hear from heaven. Forgive your sins and heal the land. Come on, talk back to me, church. See, this anointing destroys yokes, breaks chains, impregnates, regenerates, separates, and consecrates. It soothes, it caresses, it eases pain away. The anointing supports, enriches, and empowers. Yes, this kind of anointing will make you weep like a baby, but it'll cause you to live like a giant. Y'all don't hear me now. Saints, don't get it twisted. This anointing is not a practice talent. It's not a gift of intelligence. It's not predicated on social status, or economical stability, a genealogical pedicure. Are you with me this morning? No elegance can woo it. No market can sell it. No manufacturer can produce it. No preacher can bestow it. The anointing is a gift of God, and it's a gift from God. It is a knighthood given to those that are willing to stand on the battlefield and hold up the bloodstained banner. It's anointed for those who are calm and bold enough to stand up and speak truth to the powers that be. Come on, somebody. Zion is calling us to come up higher. You see, eloquence is impressive. Prestige is persuasive. And thought ignites inspiration. But it's only the anointing. Yeah, that's right. Are you with me, church? Yeah. I don't care how many degrees you got on your wall, but it's the anointing that will break the yokes. Come on, somebody. It's the anointing that will win the hard heart of God. It's the anointing that will set liberty to those who are bruised. It's the anointing that will set captivity free. It's the anointing. Not how much you know. Not by how many degrees you got, not your title, not how many numbers behind your name, but it's an anointing. The anointing is what separates the true 
unadulterated gospel. And the preacher from all other forms of perpetrated truth. The anointed is given solely by the hands of God to empower you to effectively minister to others. It's the anointing that leads folk from the wilderness of sin into a promised land. The anointing is not an unconditional gift, but it's contingent upon our obedience to God. You don't get this anointing by being disobedient. Come on, somebody. You don't get this anointing. Come on, somebody. But take it up with sinful ways. It is perpetrated by the very process in which it was attained through countless prayers and fasting in the closets of your life. And it is not motivated by the desire to impress man, but to embrace God. Can I say that again? You don't get this kind of anointing motivated to impress people, but to embrace God. Oh, yes. See, some of us really got it twisted. We run around in our churches. Oh, I'm going to say it. And we run around in our communities trying to cast out demons and prophesying without spending any time with God or going by the way of the cross or being washed in the blood of the Lamb. Y'all don't hear me now. First of all, that is called a wild anointing. You're trying to carry something that don't belong to you. Demons don't know you. Come on, somebody. You remember he said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? It's a chain that needs to be broken. Now, remember, I'm just trying to help somebody here this morning. And sisters and brothers, when you are leaving the church to go somewhere where you can make a name for yourself. If Pastor Wood didn't send you out, oh, I'm going to get down to it. Come on, somebody. If your spiritual leader didn't send you out, you are out there illegal. Who is your spiritual father? Who's your spiritual mother? In other words, who is your God? Who have you sat under and been taught? It is a true anointing that destroys the yoke. Can I get some help in here this morning? Do you really want your chains broke? Do you really want to be free? Then come back and sit down and allow God, come on somebody, to anoint you to go out. It moves from the level of expecting God to, to the realm of experiencing God. It's God's favor upon those that are willing to forsake the glamour and the fame of the world. With tireless adoration, you are seeking the face of God. This is the kind of anointing that can destroy the yoke. Young folk, you see, sin is the chain, the yoke. Satan places on man today that enslaves him and causes him to be bound. There are folk who cry, I don't want to stop, but I'm not able to because the memories are drawing me back. Brothers and sisters, I get it. I understand. But just when you say I'm going to live for Christ, the devil will place chains on you, trying to cause you to give up and throw in the towel. And Pastor Wood, I think about the story of an elephant trainer. They take an elephant, place a chain around his leg, and the other end to a stake in the ground. And the elephant tries to pull, but the chain hurt him, so he becomes conditioned to only being able to go so far. And when they take the chain off the elephant, he refuses to make a run because he remembers what he felt when the chain was around his leg. And although he's free in his mind, the memory is there. And that is what has him bound. That's why the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And Reverend Jones, get this. 
And I'm almost through. In slavery times, when a slave tried to run away and was caught, they would do something to keep him from running away and help to lower his value. Remember in Roots, when Kunta Kunte ran away and they cut his food, foot off. When a woman ran away and was captured, they would do something to the woman to make her feel lower than a standard. They would take a branding iron in the shape of the letter called aura and brand the aura in their face and it would leave a mark that was too disgusting to look at and her value would then only be to the slave master because nobody else wanted her. I stopped by to tell somebody this morning, the devil may have you bound. You may be chained with depression, chained with lust, chained with unnatural affection, chained by drug and alcohol, chained in your mind, chained in your finances, chained in your laziness, chained in discouragement. When you are chained with any condition, Jesus is a chain breaker. Somebody say, he's a chain breaker. Jesus can heal you. Jesus can save you. Jesus can deliver you. He will pick you up, turn you around, place your foot on a solid ground. Stop sitting there bound up, beat up, abused, mistreated, hopeless. Am I on your street? Lost, undecided, confused, sick and oppressed. Depressed and lonely. When the power of the Holy Ghost fall on you, all your chains will be broken. With this anointing, your words will go away. Your infirmities will go away. Tumors will go away. Cancer and disease will be destroyed. But God wants to anoint you, Jesus. He wants to anoint you. Jesus, the anointed one. He's here right now. And I dare you to cry out, Lord, I need you to set me free because the Bible says for whom the son has set free is free indeed when your chains are broken you can sing like Mary Mary take the shackles off my feet so I can dance yes right Pastor Wood I just want to praise him I just want to praise him you broke the chains now I can lift up my hands and I'm going to praise him church aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired do I have any witnesses out there you ought to reach up and tell somebody, I can't go back the way things used to be. I can't go back. All my shame and guilt, they've been forgiven. No more chains. No more shackles holding me. I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. And it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm free. I need somebody to tell you, I won't go back. I can't go back. I dare not go back. I'm not going back to Egypt. Pharaoh has no claim on me. Come on, somebody. The Red Sea is opening up. You don't have to go back. And so in my closing, I leave you the words of hope that Dr. King so eloquent stated in his I have a dream speech. When he said, let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you, my brothers and sisters, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. I have a dream today, Pastor Wood. Minister Jones, I have a dream.
I have a dream that one day, one day, every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh, I said all flesh, not some flesh, but all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is our faith. And with this faith, we'll be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, sometimes go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together. Come on, somebody. Knowing that we shall all be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children, black and white, will be able to see with a new meaning. And I'm going to say it my way. Come on, somebody. That my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest flame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is seeking sand. But get this church, when darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. When all around my soul gives way, he then is my hope and stay. No more chains. No more chains. May God bless you and have a smile upon you. No more chains. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.